just walking around in some kind of fog. I think we're all in a trance. People are talking in symbols. Everyone's sort of floating through this fog of symbols and unconscious feelings. Hello and welcome back to the Lucid Dreaming Podcast. This is episode 11, so let's get started. First follow-up, as usual. Some of you may be curious about my uh, experiment with supplements after the last episode. And what I basically did is I took one specific supplement that's marketed uh, to, to be able to help or increase the chances or frequency of lucid dreaming uh, and vivid dreams and so on called alpha brain. And what I did was I planned to take one week to two to basically try it out and see if there's any difference, any specific effect, any significant changes in lucid dreaming frequency or dream recall or memory or something like that and unfortunately one I got a little sick during the second week Uh, I don't think it's related to the supplements themselves Uh, maybe but I I doubt it Um, so my experiment was cut short but for the first week I would say that and I I I took it as following their particular instructions which happened to be you know take the supplement four to six hours before going to sleep, not right before and not during sleep uh, at some, some point uh, during the night. Unfortun- and, and again, it's not a perfect experiment by any means. I am just one person, so it's a very, very small sample that's not really representative. And, you know, there's, there's really no way for me to compare it to a placebo or to anything else. I would say that from my experience so far, at least with this particular uh, supplement in this particular week, there has been no significant changes as far as I can tell. I've had one very brief lucid dream um, where I became aware, and this, and again, just to phrase the experiment, even though that if supplements do work in helping uh, to increase the chance for lucid dreaming, if they do anything, uh, again, they should go along with an induction technique, but for the experiment, I, I wanted to try a few times uh, with an induction technique and a few without. I did more without because I really wanted to see just on its own what kind of effect will it have. Because I think, the, and the reason, part of the reason is, is that most people treat or look at supplements as some kind of, this will make me lucid dream, without technique, without effort or something like that. And I wanted to um, maybe try and show that that doesn't really work that way now can i really prove that with an induction technique uh it does increase the chances uh as opposed to just the induction technique on its own it's it's really hard to do without enough people and enough tries and enough experiments and something to compare it to and every person is different i mean this is really tricky stuff but 
hopefully what what I'm showing here is that um, you know these things are not not really magical pills and and that's my conclusion so far at least from alpha brain and I'm and this is not gonna be my last experiment I'm gonna I found another uh, another lucid dreaming supplement that seems a lot more formulated and thought out for lucid dreaming and you know they seem a little more serious and a little more targeted and you know the implementation is different as well but I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention it yet I'm actually gonna give that one a try I'm gonna give my body a week to recover both from my uh, being sick as well as from the previous supplements just to give it a, a kind of a clean slate and I'm gonna try this one as well but I, I'm not I don't have very high expectations of or, or high hopes um, but but I'm gonna give it a try because again it seems that there are a lot of people are still very interested in it and there's all this conflicting information and they are promoted very easily uh, online in various you know forums and posts and so on so I don't know um, to conclude my experiment with alpha brain it is my sense at least not with the way they their instructions are uh, or maybe it's the quantities or who, whatever it is it doesn't matter um, I don't think alpha brain really has a large effect at least not, not on me you know the the one lucid dream that I did have that was very short uh, as soon as I became lucid I, I woke up um, and again, m might have other reasons for it, but I I don't think this was sort of out of the ordinary. I've had, you know, lucid dreams without induction techniques randomly, um, regardless on, on just other days. So I don't think this had any effect as far as I can tell. Again, no increased dream recall, no, you know, increased in vivid dreams for my particular experiment. And experience so you know um, it's hard to tell with these things but I'm gonna give the new supplement which uh, arrived uh, finally arrived I'm gonna give it a try next week and hopefully I can report something back before the next episode two weeks from now and we'll see how it goes who knows I'm you know I'm this is why I'm sort of running it as an experiment but I want to give this warning again if any of these supplements can work, at least maybe maybe it works for some people and some some people it won't. But even for the people that it could work for, the biggest point is and the biggest reminder I want to give people is this is to supplement. This is to hopefully, in theory, increase the chances or increase the conditions, improve the conditions uh, of your brain or your brain chemistry or your quality of sleep in such a way that it will give a, a better baseline or a better chance for lucidity to occur. These things don't induce lucidity as is, is my point. And the other thing I, I remembered, um, I came across an article by Dr. Stephen Ovella, actually uh, one of my favorite skeptics. Uh, he's a host of the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe podcast. And if you are if you like that kind of things, which is, you know, has signed you know, updates about science and, um, you know, teaches sort of critical thinking and, um, and skepticism. It's very cool. It's not for everybody, but it's, it's very, it's very cool. So he writes on a, um, uh, a blog or a website called Science-Based Medicine. 
and he was very critical of some some supplements, not regard to lucid dreaming, but happens to be in particular he was mentioning alpha brain because alpha brain, as I mentioned, is promoted as a supplement for just cognitive enhancement, and only secondarily it's promoted as a lucid dreaming supplement. Regardless, um, he is pointing out very logically so that the claims on alpha brain in other supplements that are sold out there today for things like cognitive enhancement and so on are based on research that can be interpreted a little well not 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 very accurately sometimes and that doesn't reflect on normal healthy people so the example he gives with alpha brain is that they're using um, you know research that was done on people after having trauma and you know that increases their you know using uh, these particular supplements or some of the ingredients at least uh, can help increase their memory and recover their cognitive ability and things like that but it's no indication that a healthy person uh, will get an increase uh, if, if taking these supplements so you see my point it's you know that this is where it kind of differs and there's not enough really good science on these things and uh, it's a shame but you know maybe uh, as more science uh, and scientific research is done on these things uh, we'll understand them better and we'll maybe find something that works a little better uh, but uh, so far not nothing uh, nothing earth shattering so but we'll see We'll see. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna give it a try. I'm gonna be your guinea pig, so you don't have to. Um, and if you, and if you rather, you know, wait, see what I report, see my experience. If you feel that your experience might be different, you are welcome to give things a try. But again, do your research. Uh, heed, heed all the warnings, uh, and be careful because, again, I don't think we know quite enough about these things. And even with my own experiments, I'm, I'm trying to do it. A little more subtle and measured and you know not going overboard with anything definitely not surpassing any instructions on any supplement bottles and so on so uh, that's that's uh, the little follow-up about that and you know next next week I'm gonna follow up a little more with my second experiment and you know who knows uh, we I might be surprised I'm always open to to these kinds of things so we'll see so uh, one more little update, as usual, more and more little Kickstarters come up, um, and there's another one for a book, uh, a book about uh, lucid dreaming, and basically it's a translation of the writing of one of the early writers on, uh, on lucid dreaming. I forget what language it's in, but the Kickstarter basically wants to uh, make a translation of the book and make it available for people in English as well. So I'll put a link in the show notes. It's very cool. Uh, again, I'm always supportive of almost any and all Lucid Dream related projects. So that's kind of cool. There's another Kickstarter for another book. Um, this doesn't seem very you know, exciting or new. It's just someone who wants to write more about Lucid Dreaming. Um, I supported it, but uh, you know, other than him being very, very funny in the introductory video I didn't see quite anything that's uh, groundbreaking but um, I'll put a link as well you can check it out and you can it's up to you uh, 
if you want to support it or if this sounds interesting to you. The part of me that wants to support it and has supported it is, you know, the one that wants to bring as many people's material out there and um, and help f- people, you know, find more methods, more ways, more insights into lucid dreaming. So by all means, uh, I wish them good luck as well. On to the topic of the day. What I wanted to talk about today is basically lucid dreaming activities and the reason is you know so far i've had only 10 episodes and i talk about a lot of things that are either general or a lot of stuff for beginners as well i want to start sort of maybe switching back and forth between addressing the things that help achieve lucidity and addressing the things that you can do once you achieve lucidity um and again there's no there's no coherent uh, sequence or structure to this to this podcast. It's just my random musings, I suppose. Uh, of course, although as always, I I do want to open it up and um, and let you know if you have any suggestions or requests on on what you want me to cover. By all means, let me know. Um, and just like class episode and the whole supplements thing is uh, due to popular demand is is the reason I I talked about it. Uh, so early on, decided to dive into it, uh, despite my lack of experience with supplements. I guess decided to just try to gain experience in supplements. But I, I do want to start touching upon um, things that are that are relevant. There, there does seem to be these two sides of, of the uh, of the lucid dreaming endeavor. It's uh, you know induction and achieving lucidity, and on the other hand, is okay. You're lucid. Now what? And I sort of divide it to, to two areas. Of course, there's the aspects of, uh, you know, trying to stabilize a dream and, um, you know, um, making the dream last a little longer. And there's various ideas and suggestions. I think I'm going to touch upon that some other time. But today I've been inspired to, to talk about what you actually can do in a lucid dream or what you should try to do in a lucid dream. And I divide those into two general categories. There isn't really categories, but it's a way I like to look at it because from what I read and people you know, sharing their experiences on forums and on Reddit, um, this is uh, kind of how I, I see things. Uh, so if it doesn't, doesn't fit your mold, you know, don't, don't worry about it, but it's, just, it's a way for me to just nicely categorize it uh, in some way. And the first one is what I call the tourist is you know, all the a little more obvious things, the things you do, you know, the first times or for a while in the beginning when you become lucid, which is awesome. It's exactly what, what you should do. I, I don't expect otherwise. It's things that I still do, uh, obviously, like flying. Flying, no matter how long I think I would lucid dream and how many lucid dreams I will have, flying is the thing I, I still enjoy the most. And that's that's one of them. In fact, I think it's one of the inherent kind of impulses one once we become lucid is the the chance to fly and a few other things uh, other than of course sex seems to be at the top of the list for people of course um, and other things are like um, manifesting objects trying to you know envision and create an object out of nowhere out of nothing things like teleporting jumping really high. I don't know if you need to jump really high if you can fly, but 
Again, it's just these little weird things. Uh, controlling the weather. That's been one that I've done and has been a lot of fun. It's it's kind of, again, it's sort of like manifesting things because when I, in the, in the lucid dream that I've had, I was staying on a balcony and, you know, I was looking outside. So I didn't see a particular type of weather happening at the time, but there were a little clouds and I sort of just, you know, pulled them in and started doing the whole wizard's apprentice kind of thing it's sort of conducting the weather uh into a into a storm and a frenzy and that was a lot of fun things like diving underwater and breathing underwater one that sort of crosses the border to what i call the resident and and, and this is the segment i want to focus on a little bit more because it's it's kind of cool is uh going into space i haven't actually succeeded doing that because one, first part of the problem in, in becoming lucid is actually remembering um, what you wanted to do. So a few weeks ago, I was on vacation. I was actually sick as well. I don't know what's going on, but um, I did have a long dream. And after at the end of the long dream, I you know, realized that this, this hour-long struggle I've had um, just didn't make sense. And that that made me realize I'm, you know, I might be dreaming, did a reality check, and yes, I was dreaming. And of course, as usual, I just start flying right away. But while I'm flying, this time around, I once again remembered, hey, I always, you know, forget what I wanted to do uh, when, I'm, when I'm lucid. And, you know, I just landed right away and tried to remember what I wanted to do. And by the time I actually managed to remember, I woke up. This was, of course, after what felt like, I don't know, five minutes of, of, uh, of lucidity and, and dreaming. But this is kind of the challenge. So the one time I did remember that I wanted to go into space, I, I flew straight up uh, as soon as I became lucid. And I think the dream wasn't quite stable enough that it sort of broke apart and all I saw was darkness. What I wanted to see is the Earth from above, is the Earth from space. And kind of experience it live like a you know how an astronaut would um but so that's why i think it's sort of important to both try to remember what you wanted to do and sort of mentally plan for it as well as um be able have have enough lucidity and a high enough level of awareness to actually be able to what i call render be able to render like a you know computer simulation software um, have enough awareness to be able to render something that either you're not familiar with, you have n- you have no ex- prior experience with, um, and that might take a lot of sort of computing power, so to speak, in order to render uh, something like seeing you know the Earth from space. So I'm gonna actually dive into a few of these sort of out of the box things, and the reason is is I wanna I wanna try to expand your mind a little bit as to what's possible in lucid dreaming and this is just a few examples I mean it's really up to you to expand beyond that and really try to think outside the the box and that's part of the beauty of lucid dreaming is that this is really a realm where possibilities perhaps are only limited by your imagination there was a couple of threads on on reddit recently that were talking about this like what what are the limits can there be limits and my point with the next little segment is 
is not only that there might not be limits to what you can experience, but it's really it can really go beyond what an experience in waking life can be. And here's here's a few examples. The first example, I think, really starts illustrating that. Um, 360 vision. In waking life, you have, I think it's a little less than 180 degrees um, filled of vision, you know, where your eyes can see it at the, the end of the left side and the right side. It's kind of fuzzy and you can't really focus on the whole thing at once. But it's limited by the type of eyes we have, the way they're located on our face, and who knows the, you know, neurobiological connections and how it's all built inside. There are animals that can see far wider and with different type of vision with multiple eyes and so on. But in a lucid dream, you can expand your vision, your field of vision to see 360 degrees at once. And that sort of breaks out of your normal experience. So you, it's, it's kind of tricky and kind of hard to do because you don't know how it even looks like or feels like or can be experienced, but it can. And if you try it a few times, you sort of kind of fall into it. You sort of kind of accidentally succeed and it's a strange experience. But again, it breaks out of what you can do um, in waking, regular, good old life. Um, and it's an interesting experience. Other things, perhaps some of them are, are more simple, but sort of still in the realm of, you know, a, a strange and unusual experience, changing, changing shapes, uh, becoming a different person, you know, looking different, changing gender, and taking it further, changing to an animal or an object, um, but not just visually, not just seeing yourself change into it. What what I want you to try is to see how it feels to be something different. And here is, again, where I expand even further to what's possible. And I have two of my favorite examples. You know, what would it feel like? And I do mean feel like, the actual experience of it. What would it feel like to be a drop of water falling from the skies during a rainstorm, you know, dropping on the ground, dropping on a leaf. Um, how, how would that feel like? Think about it for a second. I know it's a little strange. I, lo- I know it's a little, you know, bizarre, but it's a, it's a new experience. It's a completely new experience because if you sort of really immerse yourself in that experience, you might experience how, how it could be like, or at least your Perhaps you're just your imagination of how, how it fo- would feel like to be a drop of water uh, falling from the sky and splashing on something. Uh, another one is a flower. What does it feel like to bloom, to grow out of the ground and, you know, literally bloom into a flower? Again, I know, I know I'm, uh, I'm, you know, they're verging on, on the little, the, the sort of strange area uh, of what's possible, but these kind of things really give you a new experience. Somebody, somebody said, you know, can you manifest a new color? Uh, I haven't really succeeded in that, but um, you know, and I don't know if it's possible because our minds, you know, it's it's really hard to imagine, you know, a new color, and maybe maybe it has to do with the limit of the the color spectrum, you know, and that exists in the universe. I, I don't I don't really know. But 
you can't imagine how it is to be like perhaps as a blind person, being born as a blind person, never have seen color before, uh, or never have seen anything before, and then one day seeing something you've never seen before. And you can take that experience um, and try to imagine. And that's where the sort of parallel I'm talking about in experiencing something like, you know, being a flower that's blooming. And you can take it as far as you want. You can try to imagine any other thing you want. And again, it's really limited by your experience. Here's another example. That's a tricky one. Another one that I haven't succeeded, but I have a feeling it's possible, is synesthesia. Synesthesia is a bizarre experience if you don't if you have never heard about it it's a real it's a real phenomena that happens in life um where i don't know exactly what causes it it's some either you know uh, brain condition or some little crossed wires or something like that but and and it has i i know it's reported to happen to some people um you know it, it can be induced by psychedelic drugs or other other sorts of things that affect the brain. Uh, I've never had the synesthesia experience, but what it is basically is experiencing one sense through another. So for example, it's the experience of hearing colors or seeing sounds. And it's, again, it's, it sounds strange, but that does actually happen to people in waking life and they always have a hard time describing that because, you know, how does that even feel like? What is that kind of experience like? But they do experience it. It's very, it's a known phenomenon. So, you know, there's, I don't know if people have figured out how to very particularly induce uh, the experience of synesthesia. It sounds fascinating. Um, and I think lucid dreaming might be an arena in which we can, you know, intentionally conjure up uh, an experience like that so th these are the kind of things where i want to i want to try i want to plant the seed uh in your mind to to try to break apart from the from the obvious regular you know good old experiences and if you haven't had uh a lot of experience in lucid dreaming quite yet and you had some and you you know you're still exploring the the basic things it, it does seem like more experience equals just more practice and more ability to do the things that are sort of out of the um, easy for our minds to create kind of segment. So do by all means starts from from the from the um, I don't know lower levels, but the the basic things. Uh, some people are just working their way through actually being able to fly without tumbling or being able to pick up speed and so on. And it, it's weird because you think in a dream you have no limitations. Why is there still, you know, a struggle with some of these things? But, you know, I, I do think it's tied to your level of awareness and level of lucidity. And again, as I mentioned before, I think lucidity is just, you know, a segment, uh, an increasing spectrum on the spectrum of awareness and spectrum of consciousness. And the higher you go, the more sort of awareness you have, the more control you have, the more ability you have. But these are the kinds of things I want you to think about and, and give it a try. You know, just uh, have fun with it. And if you do something extraordinary and something that I didn't mention, please let me know. Uh, I'm always, always want to know new, new activities and new suggestions of what what can be done, and and give it a try. The next one I want to try. I've been watching the series Cosmos. Uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson, 
phenomenal, amazing, brilliant show. I am absolutely loving it. Uh, and if you haven't watched it yet, please do. It's it's fantastic. Um, but what I want to what I want to try, and again, this this might be difficult just out of the sheer sort of vision and scale and scope of it, is to fly through space in these amazing landscapes of galaxies and nebulas and all these you know black holes and you know they 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 create on the show such amazing scenery uh and that's sort of something i want to experience kind of flying through i think that would be amazing i think one day people will create that with virtual reality um devices like the oculus and so on which i actually wanted to talk about in a in a different episode i think there's a lot of correlation between uh the emerging virtual reality technologies and lucid dreaming but until then you know we we have the ultimate virtual reality uh so let's let's have fun with it um i hope this was interesting as usual if you have more ideas and more suggestions for lucid dreaming activities uh please let me know i'll i'll share them i'll, I'll pass it forward as they say and if i come up with new ideas i will share those as well of course so i hope you enjoyed this episode i know i did and as usual thank you so much sweet and lucid dreams